Hi, friends. Welcome to the Hello Mornings podcast, where we inspire and equip you to build a grace-filled, life-giving morning routine. My name is Kat Lee. And I'm Heather McFadden. And today we're talking about super practical steps we can take to start and grow a morning routine, because I know everyone is at different places. Maybe you're listening right now and you're like, I've never really had a morning routine. How do I even start that? It feels overwhelming. Or you might be someone who's saying, you know, I've had a great morning fitness routine for as long as I can remember, a morning Bible study routine, but how do I start planning? Or how do I do one or the other? Where do, where do I get started and how do I build and grow the areas that aren't as strong as I'd like them to be? So let's dive in to the content today with you, Heather, and me, Kat. <laughs> yes. You're my coach. You've always been my coach. You will continue to be my coach. You even gave Help. me a whistle. I should put I did that give it you. out for the podcast sometime. I'm sure, I'm sure you guys would love that. Wouldn't you love hearing a whistle right here in the episode? You should add it in in post-production. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, no, I, I have always viewed you as my coach because I... Even if I can do the morning routine, I am lopsided and spending more time in one than the other two. So this is good. I'm going to learn from you today. Thank you. You know, I think that's true for everybody and we all have different seasons and that's true for me too right now. Like I think I'm much more lopsided towards the Bible study and planning than the fitness than I used to be. So I think it's a lot about seasons and a lot about just being aware of that because then you can figure out what you need to ramp up. But Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell me, what is a three-minute morning? Okay, so this has kind of become the core of what Hello Mornings is because we've talked a lot about in the previous episodes about Hello Mornings is about building that morning routine of God time, plan time, and move time. And that can feel super overwhelming. And for we, all the years that we've done Hello Mornings, I guess it's been about seven or so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of times we would find people that, you know, felt overwhelmed by that because they wanted to do all the things in each one of those areas. And if you're going from no morning routine straight to God plan move, you know, you can't suddenly have 30 minutes of quiet time and then 30 minutes of planning time and then 30 minutes of exercise. And then you have to take a shower and it just was almost crushing. You know, that thing when you, when you have so much to do, it feels paralyzing. Mm-hmm. So we kind of came up with this thing called the three minute morning and I'll tell you what it is. And then we can kind of, I guess, talk about why three minutes and how can this actually help you? Because what useful thing can actually be done in three minutes? But the three minute morning is just doing three very simple things. The first one is just to pray Psalm 143, eight. And uh, that just says, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love for I've put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go for to you, I entrust my life. And we just love that verse because it's so the heart of Hello Mornings. The idea isn't just to have these wonderful routines and these plans and do all the things. It's just to say, God, my life is yours. And I just bring it before you today. And I want to live my life according to how you want me to live it and what's going to bring you the most glory. So starting out with that verse is just kind of the central thing. Then the second thing is to look at our calendar, just to pick up our phone or pick up our paper planner and take a look at what's happening that day. Just yesterday, I have a great example of why you should do this and how <laughs> I do this. Why should I do this, Kat? What happened? Because otherwise your son might mix, miss his orchestra practice for the variety show that he's performing in tonight because <laughs> they decided that having orchestra practice on a Monday morning early was Mm. a good idea. And so, Mm. you know, I just kind of was going along in my normal flow. I didn't do 
the looking at my calendar part of my three minute morning and he missed his orchestra practice. Actually, he ended mm. up getting there right in time for his practice. However, he was late. So I think, think when I heard you talk about this once, you said like those special days at school, like crazy sock day. Oh, yes. You don't want to miss crazy sock day. You don't yes. want to be that mom. Or you don't want to send your kid to, uh, dressed up with crazy socks when it's actually crazy <laughs> hair day. True. Oh, the horror. The horror. Uh, so, yeah. So just taking a glance at that calendar and having an idea of what's coming up. Then the third thing is just to drink a glass of water. And really, that's just because our body is, you know, I think it's like 60% might be higher, 60% water. And it's just crucial to how we function in general, how our brain functions, how much energy we have. And just getting that fluid intake in the beginning of the day is going to be a great energy boost for us, especially for coffee drinkers. And we start drinking coffee and then that gets us dehydrated. So um, they're just three super simple things. Uh, reading Psalm 143.8, checking your calendar and drinking that glass of water. I'll tell you my like first reaction is, oh, it's not enough. It's mm -hmm. just not enough. And I, this like performance in me thinks it doesn't even count. But think about then I then I check myself. This is my conversation in my brain. <laughs> I say, well, but it the opposite of that or what would happen instead is nothing. Right. <laughs> the, the alternative is nothing. So do the psalm, check my calendar, drink a glass of water or nothing. <laughs> Those three things, even though they don't seem like they count or they're not enough in our little minds of what a morning routine should be, it's, it's starting something. It's doing mm -hmm. something where you haven't before. And so I love that. If I could drink a glass of water before I drank my coffee, that would be a big, big win right there. A friend yeah. of mine, Nikki Wilson, she's a, a fitness person, and she has a hashtag that she uses called action over perfection. Mm. And I like that because yeah. it's so easy to get paralyzed. Well, that's not good enough or that's not enough or that's really lame. And it's something yeah. that I think we really only have as adults for some reason, because we think of our own personal change in terms of who's going to see or notice or, you know, how is this going to look? Or I, I don't know. I think it's some sort of external thing that impacts us to think that that's not big enough because little kids, they just start doing whatever, however small they'll, you know, sit on a bike. You know, those bikes don't even have pedals. They'll just scoot around on that first. It's OK that they're not entering the Tour de France or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but mm -hmm. as grownups, we just feel like we need to do this big thing. And I do want to mention that those are just three examples. It's not right. like scriptural not, that you have to yeah. do those things. And I know a lot of people can't necessarily stomach the glass of water first thing in the morning. So, you know, it could be doing a plank. It could be sitting down and writing out what meals you plan to eat that day. Um, it could be a lot of different things, anything that's going to help boost your energy for the day and give you that kind of jump start. So all of those are optional, but those are the ones that we found uh, work best for a lot of people. I'm also thinking that they may feel it's not enough because they've done more in the past. Mm. Maybe they're in a season where life is different, whether it's kids or work or um, family dynamics. And so they just haven't been doing anything, but and they can remember the days, the good old days where they'd run a mile or, you know, they would have these 
Greek word study, Bible study times and hours of prayer for every neighbor and family member. And so it doesn't feel like enough because they know they've done more in the past. Mm -hmm. So true. So true. Almost like a Tour de France bike rider who you know, gets injured injured. or whatever. Yeah. And has to go back to the very beginning. And, you know, just like you said, it's doing something. And I think a core thing too, is to remember that it's not so much about the actions, because those are all things we did in the past, which means we don't do them anymore. So they're not, (laughs) they're not not, uh, impacting my life today. Those are the good old days. So this is about doing something today. And one thing that I love is that the three minute morning does two things. One, it helps you build the habit. And that's just huge. Uh, I think 40% of what we do every day, according to a Duke University study, uh, 40% of what we do every day is habit. Mm -hmm. And it's the things that we just, you know, sometimes you you drive somewhere and then you end up at home just because you weren't even thinking about it. It's just ingrained in your brain. There's all those little neuro pathways that are built in your brain. And the more you do it, the more um, less... The, the less willpower and all of that that you need. And so if we can just build the habit of, hey, every single day I start my day with Jesus. It might just be one verse, one prayer, but every day I start my day with Jesus or every day I'm intentional about my time and I'm not just reacting to all the things thrown at me. Or every single day I think about my energy level and do I have the energy to do what God has called me to do today? And as we do that, not only are we building a habit, but we're also building an identity. We are saying and and building the fact that I'm a woman who meets with Jesus every day. It may just be one minute, but I do it every day. And how awesome to say that throughout my life, I met with Jesus. I connected with him. I said, good morning, Jesus, every single day. It's better than having, oh, there was this one time 30 years ago when I did. There was this one time five years ago when I did it. Um, Even in our real life relationships, you know, you and I live uh, an hour and a half apart, but we connect on Voxer you know, mm-hmm. several times a week. And it's just that daily connection. We might not see each other more than a couple times a year, but it's that simple daily connection that's built our friendship. And I think it's the same with the Lord, just that daily connection with him and building that habit and then building that identity that I'm a woman who can be intentional with my time, or I'm a woman who can make healthy choices, or I'm a woman who can meet with Jesus every day. And I think those are much more powerful than we often give them credit for. Well, I want to say too, this, this idea came to me that uh, if you have a mentality that you're a pitcher of water yourself and you are having your quiet time in the morning to be filled up, to pour out, you will have the idea that it has to be hours and hours and hours because I know how much I pour out in my day. And I, and if you view it as nope, that time in the morning as me being reminded of my position in Christ, Christ in me, he is a river of life, flowing water, never ending source. And I'm getting plugged in there so that that his love can can pour through me, not from me to those in my environment. Then it doesn't matter if it's a minute, an hour, two hours it's never, you're never going to get filled up enough for the amount that you are getting poured out in your day, whether you're a mom or you're working or wherever you are, you will run out if it's all dependent on you, you being the source. So that's just an encouragement that it's not you, it's him. You know? Um, can you just keep preaching? Cause <laughs> that was like amazing. 
All right, good. That was good. super profound. I'm okay, actually right? distracted because I'm writing that down <laughs> furiously. Okay, so I heard it first to give full props um, from the, the guy that ran our family camp at Pine Cove, his wife. She is a mom to five, and then they started fostering, and that was her realization. It wasn't like you know, they couldn't foster because she didn't have enough to give. It was more she was inviting people into the river of love and life that God has invited her into. So, so good. You know, the picture yeah. that it's giving me is instead of, you know, getting a big pail of water and going to the water source and then lugging it over to where my people are. Instead, mm -hmm. I'm just have a, a long garden hose and the three minute morning is just me flicking hooking that little switch, you know, just or hooking it up, hooking or just it hooking up. it up, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you and know, switching. It's yep. not as hard as lugging the water pail two miles to where my family is. My family are. Why am I having such trouble with grammar lately? <laughs> it's because right. yeah. So it's not, you know, it's not as hard, but it doesn't mean it's any less powerful. So, and, mm -hmm. and I do want to interject here that the goal isn't to stop at three minutes, but what no. we're trying to say is that there's grace to start action over perfection. It's good. I really like it. Yeah. So let's say we're, you, your habits are important. You do, it kind of takes away the thinking, the, the thinking part of our brain. Right. But once we get that three minute morning down, what do we do to grow it beyond three minutes? That's so good. Cause I know a lot of people are going to start out with the three minute morning and Im immediately feel like, oh, it's not enough. I want to do more. And that's totally fine. As long as we have that understanding that no matter how great we are at any of those things, I do still think it's important to have that three-minute warning because we all have storms in our life. We all have sickness. We all have, you know, crazy schedules or we oversleep or whatever. And so that three-minute warning allows us to really every single day be able to have that connection and, and keep our routine going. Um, so as we look to grow it, it's not so much just extending that one particular time, but building on top of it. Uh, so that instead of just one giant concrete wall that when you knock it over, it all goes over. It's a bunch of bricks on top of each other so that when, you know, storms come, just a couple bricks are going to get knocked off. But the foundation is still there. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So how do we grow? Well, there's this thing that I like to do because I like little cute little <laughs> things, little sayings that I called I call track, trade and try. And y'all, I honestly feel Were like... Were you a Baptist pastor in your past life? That... <laughs> no, but I, did... I was a Pap Baptist pastor's daughter's best friend. Okay, there you go. That's so... where that came from. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. might be it. But yeah. it is so helpful to remember things when there's little sayings that you can remember. Okay, so track, trade, and try. I've applied this in so many ways in my life, and I feel like it is just golden. So if you can grab a piece of paper, I highly recommend it because you, I, I think this is going to be hopefully revolutionary for you, not just with your morning time, but in so many areas of our lives. So what is track, trade, and try? So when we want to grow something, the tendency is to be like, okay, I'm just going to try. I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to read through the Bible in 90 days. And I'm going to do this big, hard thing. So we have to every day rearrange our schedule and use all this willpower in order to do this big, giant thing. Or if it's in the area of fitness, I'm just going to do a whole 30 and, it, you know, we have to figure out, you know, what to cook and whether our family's on board. And it just becomes something that requires a ton of willpower. And so while doing those big things, I think definitely have a place. I think there's a better place 
to start that growth process. So again, we've built that foundation of the three-minute morning. The first place we go is we just track. And Carrie Bailey, who is a life coach, talks about this as well. There's so much power in just understanding where we're at, understanding what season we're in. So if we're talking about increasing your energy, it would just be tracking what food I'm eating. So if, if you're wanting to, to eat better, to um, have more energy, instead of doing Whole30 or doing some big fitness routine, just take pictures of everything that you eat. You don't have to mm -hmm. change anything that you eat. You don't have to you know, come up with new recipes or do anything. Just take a little picture of everything you eat and then you can look at it later in the day. I mean, that's it. Just that conscious decision of saying, hey, I'm actually stopping and noticing what's happening here can mm -hmm. impact whether or not you want that fourth Snickers bar or not. Yeah, she, she was going to have me put a post-it note on the back of my phone to track how many times I check social media. Ah. Just track it. Yes, yeah. it's huge. Mm -hmm. And and mm -hmm. when we're just conscious of that, it it easily impacts our decisions. It's not so much about willpower anymore to just go do that thing. We're motivated to either, you know, to not do it or to think differently about it. So I just love, you know, doing this. Now if if you're talking about your your God time or 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 connecting with the Lord, it could be something as simple as um like the, you can get a printable bookmark that has the books of the Bible on it. And it could just be something where every time you read, you just kind of check off a chapter. It doesn't matter which chapter it is. doesn't matter where in the Bible it is. You just have this bookmark with all the books of the Bible on it and you just kind of check it off. And, and you're just kind of seeing what you're doing. You're seeing what's happening in your life. Um, or she also, <laughs> this is like the Carrie Bailey episode. Yeah. I, um, she also shares about how to um, associate prayer with different activities. And so that's something that you could do as well. Whenever I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is just surrender my day to God. And so just tracking how you're doing things, how you're starting your day, I think can be super powerful. And one thing that I've done recently is I tracked my time. So I just wrote down how I spent my time for a week. And it was a little bit tedious, but oh my goodness, it was so powerful. I realized that I am not a stay-at-home mom. I am mm -hmm. a stay in car mom because <laughs> my address is 2014 white Honda pilot because right. I spend two to four hours in my car every day. Well, not wow. every day, not on the weekends, just on the weekdays. And so it just made me rethink, okay, well, how am I, how, how am I planning my time? How am I starting my day to make the most of all that time I'm spending in the car? Um, mm -hmm. And so just, just looking at that and seeing how you're spending your time can help you realize that maybe you don't have as much time as you think you do. Maybe all the things that you're planning on doing aren't realistic. And so it'll just help you to realize, oh, I need to fit all these projects into these little time slots. How can I do that? Something's got to go. Well, and with Hello Mornings, you know, I think it's helpful when I tracked, when was I actually going to bed? Mm -hmm. Like, what was I doing at night? Or uh, how long did I stay in bed looking at my phone? Or, you know, we can say in our mind, well, I'm, I, you know, I, I need more sleep, but how are track how you're using your sleep mm -hmm. time, you know? I so felt it, it helpful. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. That I found it. it helpful too. I have a Fitbit and yeah, yeah, yeah. those track your sleep. So it's also helpful for me to say if I'm, if I'm having a hard time waking up, in the morning and, and feeling sleepy during my time with the Lord. How did I sleep last night? And I'll just look mm -hmm. at that and kind of see, oh, I was really restless. I wonder why. And then you can kind of backtrack and say, oh, maybe it's because I ate that bag of potato chips right before bed <laughs> and it didn't help me fall asleep. So yeah, there's just so many different things 
that we can track. So it comes down to thinking, okay, what's the one thing that I want to grow first? And then looking for things to track in that process. And it could even be if you're struggling getting in the word, sitting down and journaling, saying why, tracking how you're feeling, tracking what the obstacles are by journaling. So many different ways we can do it. But just that process of simply noticing before doing allows us to not have to use our willpower straight away, but be able to make changes just by noticing what we're already doing. Yeah. So okay, the, what's next? The next what? one is trading. And I think the best examples I can think of for this one come to food, but we can use this again in lots of different areas. But for example, you know, I don't mind potato chips very much, um, but I know they're not very good for me. And so I've just found different things that I literally like just as much and find just as much joy from eating. So there's like these baked snap peas. They're still not the healthiest thing on the planet. They're not actual I wonder who snap you peas. introduced you to those. Someone I mean, amazing. Yeah. Someone really, really stunning and, and brilliant. And very healthy. And very Super healthy. Super healthy. Oh, that wait. would be Heather. Thank you, yeah. Heather. I'm sort You're of welcome. addicted. Yeah. You can get them at your grocery store or Trader Joe's. Yeah, they're just called, I mean, they're just baked snap peas. Um, And and so they're so good. I really enjoy eating them. Or there's these little rice roller things that my daughter found. They don't look very good because the packaging (laughs) is really boring. But it's literally just, I think, like rice and maybe a little bit of honey. It's very simple, not very many ingredients, but they're really fun to eat. And I, I like them a lot. And so it's not difficult for me. Oh, another great example is a kind bar. If I had a Snickers in front of me or a kind bar, I would truly pick the kind bar because I like, I think it tastes better and it's, you know, a lot better for me. Mm-hmm. So those are just simple examples, but instead of doing the hard things first, look for small trades that we can make. So it could be if you're wanting to spend more time in the word, maybe instead of sitting down with your King James version Bible, grabbing the message. And if that's easier for you to use sitting down and reading that or just whatever the difficult things are for you, what's something easier that you can do that you can, that can get you started and get the ball rolling for you? Well, I think too, when talking about willpower, do we just start with willpower or do we go another angle with this track and then trade? You're not just saying, I'm going to stop that bad habit. I'm going to, you're saying, I'm going to replace it with this good habit. Mm -hmm. So you're acknowledging the bad because otherwise we're just in willpower trying to stop a habit. That's right. hard. Right. Something and that our brain naturally wants to do. It wants to grab the Snickers bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And instead we're replacing it with something we also enjoy. So it's not a difficult thing to do. And so it makes stopping the bad habit easier and starting a new habit also easier. So it's just kind of a win win. Uh, yes. So, you know, I can say all these things. I know a lot of people aren't really into brainstorming or being creative, But it could be something where you get together a group of friends and say, hey, these are the three areas that I really want to grow in, or this is the one area I want to grow in. Where do you want to go? Let's just sit down and brainstorm different things that we could track, different things we could trade. And then we'll talk about trying here in a second. But using using your community to come up with different ideas can be a great way to have some options and to think of things without being like, I just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really good. Or if you're in a Hello Mornings accountability group, that could be a good go. place too. There yeah. you go. And you can, you can also check out our Hello Mornings Facebook group. And 
I, yeah, I think you could go to hellamornings.org forward slash Facebook to get to that if you want to. And those are things that you could ask there. Okay, so the next one is trying. And again, that's usually the one that we go to first. And that's why it's so hard because we used all that energy to try to do the hard things. And then it becomes something that we used to do because we just can't keep it up. Yeah. Or but, we failed. We failed at doing right. We have that, then we have that guilt. So I tried it and didn't work. Exactly. Didn't work. But yeah. if you think about, let's just go back to the Tour de France. If you think, because <laughs> I have to pull out, have to pull out the sports thing. Yeah. You know, if you think about, you know, professional cyclers, they don't just speed the whole way. They ride, they coast, and then occasionally they do these, oh, they actually have a name for it. I can't remember it, but they do these little bursts of speed and somebody's going to know the name of it. Tag me on Instagram if you think of it, <laughs> because it's going to bother me. But they do these little bursts of speed. And that's kind of how I want you to think of this whole process. You know, the tracking is kind of just getting started on your bike. It's just going along, being steady, keeping going. Uh, the trading is kind of, you know, working a little bit harder, going a little bit more, but then the trying are those little bursts of speed that you use to kind of get ahead and to set the new pace. So when it comes to trying, this is honestly probably not too difficult to think of things because it's usually what we go to. So it would be things like reading through the Bible in 90 days or doing some, uh, you know, Bible study fellowship, Bible study, or uh, doing a whole 30 or P90X or working through a big planning or goal setting system. It's all those big things. And, and I encourage you, there's definitely a place for that. Sometimes it can be really fun and motivating, especially if we're doing it with other people to do something, to climb that mountain, to have that big, hairy, audacious goal that we're going for. And then to accomplish it can be incredibly motivating. We just want to do that on top of the simple things, the three-minute morning that we already have, the tracking that we're already doing, the trading that we're already doing. And then this is something that's just on top of it so that if it doesn't work out, if we don't succeed, if it doesn't work out how we want it to, we're still moving forward with all of the other things. You know what I love about your Tour de France uh, example? Tell me. Too, is that writer isn't doing this alone. Doesn't mm -hmm. he usually have like a team of people yes. that right in front of him to help him get a break. And then he can do his little bursts or mm -hmm. she, are, are there female Tour de France ride cyclists? You I know, I actually don't know. I have no idea. We should know that, but a majority are men. So he can get that little burst, but he needs people mm -hmm. again. That's why I loved, you know, not just reading your ebook, but having the Hello Mornings community, because when I would get discouraged or when I got stuck and couldn't think of a trade or, or a way to get out of a bad habit, y'all could come in and, and say, you know, give me a little little break or a little help. A little get, so I could then do the, the willpower and the strong mm -hmm. push. Sometimes all we need is that extra motivation, that extra encouragement from other people or just feeling like we're a part of something. Yeah. Yeah. Can make a big impact as well. So mm -hmm. love it. Love it. So basically today we've showed you how to start that foundation, how to track, trade and try so that you can build on that foundation so that you can have a morning routine that 
bends and doesn't break as the storms come through your life. And I think this is just core. And I would encourage you, honestly, to listen to this episode a couple of times and take notes and brainstorm about what you want to do for your three-minute morning, what you want to track, what you want to trade, and what you want to try. And as you as you approach those three T's, that growing process, just focus on one thing. Just focus on your God time. And then maybe 30 days later, you can focus on plan time. 30 days later, you can focus on move time, but to really build those habits so that they become a, a lifelong part of your morning. And your legacy, mm-hmm. like you said, mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. known as a woman who did, did these things is really cool. Yes. Thanks, Kat, for your coaching. Thanks Coach for Kat. your asking and your amazing pour out instead of just pour, no, pouring through instead of just pouring out analogy. I loved that. Mm. Okay, good. All right. Thanks so much for joining us today, y'all. And we look forward to sharing with you again next week. Sounds good. Bye. It's early in the morning, the house is quiet. But I've set aside this time for you. Bow before the throne of a noble king And in this place my heart begins to sing It's gonna be a good day A good day filled with his grace His grace and sweet new mercy May my thoughts obey Jesus to walk in This song is called God Day by Jen Stanbro. You can get your copy at iTunes, Amazon, or jenstanbro.com.